1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could
3: conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
4: It is the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. shout out to everybody locked in and listening all over North America. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. So whether you're at home, at work, on the road, you're protecting people, you're protecting yourself, you're delivering things, you're making things, you're cleaning things, you're serving things, you're holding it down. If you're holding it down, thank you for listening to the show. I'll be with you for the next two hours. I get going every single weeknight, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Super producer. He's coming to us live from New York. You can always lock in on the free Odyssey app, your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. Sirius XM channel 158. And if you have a smart speaker, ask that speaker to play CBS Sports Radio. A bit of news has come down the pipe over the last few minutes. Newsflash, folks. Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys are keeping head coach Mike McCarthy. He is not going anywhere. He's not disappearing. He will return to coach this team next year, which means the Dallas Cowboys are quote unquote going to run it back in pretty much the same way. Is he going to be forced to bring in a new offensive coordinator? I mean, is he going to call the plays? Are they keeping Schottenheimer? And, and what's going on with the defense with Dan Quinn? Not the best of showings to end the season getting smashed. Uh, you know, 48 points to the Packers. What's going to change in Dallas? We've heard from Jerry Jones, his conversations to uh, players in the locker room following the loss. This is the Dallas Cowboys. We have enough talent. We're here to win. da 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 well, what the hell are you doing to change things if you're keeping around Mike McCarthy? And so, if you wanted some big old wholesale change, it ain't happening. If Mike McCarthy is going to be back, then Dak Prescott is going to be back. And I figured he'd be back because what the hell else is the other quarterback option? It's a damn shame. Dallas Cowboys bringing back Mike McCarthy. He's going to be heading into the final year of his contract, similar to what took place with Jason Garrett back in 2019. And then at the end of that season, it felt like it took Jerry Jones forever to go ahead and finally let go of the man that many people just called the Clapper, Jason Garrett. Why did they call him the Clapper? Because if there was one thing he was good at as a head coach, It was chewing that gum on his sidelines and clapping his hands, encouraging his players. And too bad it didn't work out. Otherwise, Mike McCarthy wouldn't be here. And here is where he will stay, here being head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. We're going to talk more about Mike McCarthy and just what was the alternative. I guess there was not a better alternative. And if there's one book, if there's one idea, if there's one thing that you can close— it's Bill Belichick coaching the Cowboys. Not going to happen. We won't find out about what what infighting might have occurred between Bill Belichick and Jerry Jones. We won't learn about the pillow fights that they were going to have before or after the games. We won't know about the darts that they were going to throw. Or whatever the hell it is that they would do when they get together. I don't know. What are they going to do, read war and peace together? I, I have no idea. We won't find out. Mike McCarthy will be back with the Cowboys to be verbally abused on a weekly basis on his radio show by Jerry Jones. Just all pretty normal. 855-2124-CBS is the number if you want to give me a holler. Well, that's one coaching job that won't be available. As it stands right now, there are seven open jobs, seven open jobs open coaching positions here in the NFL. The Dallas Cowboys won't be one of them, but them keeping Mike McCarthy. And so what we're going to do before we spend time talking about Mr. McCarthy and the Cowboys is deliver to you a new top six list. Now listen, this is something that I do every Wednesday. I've been doing it since 2009 on YouTube, just, just trying to have some fun. Delivered to you what is not a top 10 or not a top 5, but a 6. A little bit more of a round number can be attributed to me. And with everything going on in the NFL right now, especially learning that Mike McCarthy will be returning as head coach for the Dallas Cowboys, it's time to take a look at the coaching jobs that are available. And it's time to think about what might be the best job And what might be the worst job? What are some jobs that you should probably entertain if you are, I don't know, Belichick or Harbaugh? And what are some of the jobs that you might want to run away from? It's a new top six list. Top six coaching jobs available in the NFL. Where is the fancy music?
0: Six, five, four, three, two, one. It's time to get JR's latest top six list. Only on the JR Sport Brief.
4: It is the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. The Dallas Cowboys might be keeping their coach, but these teams, they don't got a coach at all. These jobs and positions are open. You got to think about what the future might hold. And so now it's time to tell you. What I consider to be the best jobs and the worst ones. And how about this? There's seven openings available. This is a top six list. One of the jobs I would run from. You'll figure it out by the time we finish the six. It's a countdown. What number are we starting with? Number six. Wow. Where am I going? Number six. The sixth best job opening. In the NFL right now, it's a job that was held by Pete Carroll. I think the Seattle Seahawks, I would put them at number six on the list. If you are an NFL head coach and you are looking for a job or an opportunity, I got Seattle at number six. Unfortunately for them, they just went nine and eight. They didn't make the postseason. Pete Carroll was shown the door. Jody Allen owns the team. She is the sister of the late Paul Allen, one of the founders of Microsoft. She is basically a part-time steward of this organization. John Schneider will be leading the way for a new head coach. And how about this? The man who just left, Pete Carroll. He ran the team from 2010 to 2023, picked up a Super Bowl, lost another one. That's what Pete Carroll had to say about getting the boot. This isn't about me being the head coach. that is, It's about this organization
1: being successful and being uh, on course for the long haul of it as well. And I realize that, I mean, I mean you know, I'm about as old as you can get in this business and there's there's coming a time they gotta make some decisions. And so um, moving towards the future, um, if, if there's some way that uh, I can add something to them down the road, we'll see what happens. But um, this is a good move for, for them and, and Johnny's gonna take this thing, take the bull by the horns and, and roll.
4: Yeah, good luck, John Schneider. Let me tell you something. Why do I got the Seahawks job? Like, I don't want to say so so low on the list. Why do I have them at number six? Is because sooner than later, at some point in time, they're going to get sold. Is Jody Allen going to just hold on and keep this team forever? I don't think so. She took over the franchise in 2018. The quarterback right now is Geno Smith. If you end up with this job, I mean, yeah, you just got to take it if they offer it to you, but I'm not going to say it's the most desirable one. Geno Smith is ultimately going to get the boot. It's nice enough that he ended up with a new contract, but that's it. I think Geno Smith is peaked. What happens when the team gets sold? You want to know what happens? John Schneider is likely to also be let go for whoever buys the team, wants to bring in his own people. This is just not a good, not a good gig. The best thing the Seahawks can do is, yeah, hope that Pete Carroll stays around for a transition whenever the team is sold. Best case scenario, Jody Allen says, ah, nah, I'll keep it. I'm not counting on that, though. Top six NFL coaching jobs available. I got the Seahawks at five. What's next? Or excuse me. Number five. Me. Yeah, I can't, I can't do my own countdown. Seahawks at six. Titans at five. How about that? I told you I wouldn't play for the Titans. I told you why I wouldn't coach for the Titans. They just went 6-11. I guess if there is a positive, Will Levis looks like he might have potential to have some staying power. They got a new stadium coming in 2027. If you're a coach, does that matter to you? Probably not. Fans, yeah, especially if you want bathrooms. But the fact is, the Titans scare me. Amy Adams did one of the dumbest things I've seen a coach do in recent memory by telling Mike Vrabel, no thank you, we don't want your services. One of the best and most respected head coaches in the NFL was shown the door because of internal politics, probably because he was telling the truth. And then Amy Adams had the nerve to publicly put out a message and say why she fired Mike Vrabel. And it sounded like garbage. Listen to this.
0: It wasn't a last night or a month ago or whenever. It's just kind of been all season watching. And it it was difficult, but I thought it was time to make that change.
4: That's not an answer. That's garbage. What about this man taking a, a subpar roster to an AFC championship game? Can she tell you about his clock manipulation, something that you only see in the NFL by him? And I don't know, some other guy named Bill Belichick. Where the hell has she been the past few years? If I want to think about the best coaching jobs available, the Tennessee Titans ain't one of those jobs. It's one of the worst. That's why I have that number five here on the list. Because of her. Stupid decisions. Taylor Lewan said it was a stupid decision. Derek Henry, God bless him, now a free agent. He found the decision to be stupid. I don't know. Maybe check in with people who, uh, I don't know, actually play football. Rand Carthon is just there for a check. He gonna do whatever. Top six coaching jobs available in the NFL right now. Titans at number five. What's the next one?
0: Number four.
4: At number four, we have to go to Las Vegas, and we have to take a look at the Raiders. The Raiders are kind of stuck in the middle, right? On one hand, the Raiders are one of the legacy teams in the NFL. On one hand, the Raiders are iconic. On one hand, the Raiders are just badass. When I think about the Raiders, I say to myself, Man, what a badass logo. When I think about the Raiders, I go, oh, well, the the current stadium at Allegiant is pretty nice. When I think about the Raiders, I go, man, there's a lot of people who grew up in the 70s and grew up in the 80s and just said, I want to be a Raider. They're Raider fans today because of this. But then at the same time, the Raiders are now run by Mark Davis. The Raiders are now run by the son of Al. The son of Al... Son of Al is pretty funny. (laughs) The son of Al has employed eight different head coaches since Al Davis died. (laughs) Good luck, right? Mark Davis wants to just hire who he sees on television. Mark Davis wants to hire head coaches like you hopefully change your underwear. Mark Davis wants a different dude. Excuse me. Mark Davis wants a different coach every day of the week. You can't make up his mind. Hugh Jackson, Tony Sperano, Jack Del Rio, John emailing you Gruden, Rich Bisacci, does good, fire him anyway. Josh McDaniels, bring him in, nobody likes him. And now Antonio Pierce. Antonio Pierce finishes the season 5-4 and four after Josh McDaniels was ran out of town. And Antonio Pierce... Is still allowed to go ahead and interview for other head coaching jobs. He wants the job with the Raiders, but Mark Davis, and I, I can't blame him, he's just, uh, he wants to keep his options open. Maybe he's going to hire Jim Harbaugh. You know, it was during the Martin Luther King parade on Monday that Antonio Pierce was in Las Vegas on KTNV, and he pretty much said, man, everybody's loving what's going on the fans are into it i'm into it of course i want to stay listen
5: got a great opportunity that's in front of me um i'm appreciative of that i'm appreciative of the way our players responded i'm, re- I'm really i'm really grateful for our fan our fan base because they came alive our home games turned into home games it was getting loud in that bad boy i'm sitting there like this i couldn't hear it and i'm pumping them up and the way we ended the season at home with our crowd and our fan base was amazing
4: Man, I guess, yeah, and and, and sure, he grew up in Los Angeles and Compton, and he was a Raiders fan, and now he coaches the Raiders, and he played in the NFL. It sounds like an amazing story, because it is. It'd be great if he could stick around and stay, but man, it's the Raiders. Let's think about this. Is Mark Davis going to give you a fair shot? If he hires you, is he going to fire you in a few years when things don't work out and then you just asked out. You might be better off taking a job somewhere else. The Raiders. It's a 50-50. It's a crapshoot. Iconic organization. Wild man owner. I don't know if you can trust anybody with that bowl haircut. Sorry. Anyway, top six nfl coaching jobs available the raiders are at number four let's go down the list what's the next number number three at number why is this next team an attractive destination why is this next team worth a damn it's because they also have an owner except for this owner He bought the team. His daddy didn't leave it to him. His name is Josh Harris. The team is the Washington Commanders. Yes, I find them to be the number three top coaching job available, and there are a few things I understand. They don't have a quarterback. If you think Sam Howell is the dude, then you probably shouldn't be watching football. They just went four and thirteen. This is a team, unfortunately, or or maybe fortunately, the commanders are going to be selecting at number two in this coming NFL draft. They'll have an opportunity to go out there and get a quarterback should they choose. And they should. But why is this an exciting opportunity? Because things are fresh. They're new. Josh Harris owns everything like the New Jersey Devils, like the Philadelphia 76ers. Josh Harris did not buy the Commanders to have a, a plaything on the side. He, he decided to buy the Commanders to spend money, invest, and try to win big. They just hired a new general manager and Adam Peters, and even Joshua Harris, the man who brought along, I don't know, Magic Johnson for the ownership ride. Josh Harris said, what I'm looking for in the new head coach? Is this? Both of us are, in essence, come from uh, the
3: model that we're stewards for the city, and that we're on a mission to deliver success to Washington. And so, obviously, you know, hiring uh, a coach that um, is on the mission with us, that is all in, that can that that that, him, that himself or herself can attract the best people. Uh, you know that you know all of those things and then hold them accountable and obviously ultimately comes with a certain amount of foot IQ football intelligence I think IQ matters um, I think it matters increasingly so I think that all of those things will be important but ultimately a partner you know where the three of us can be aligned and you know work for the city on behalf of the city to win
4: look that he's the reason that I would go ahead and take the job. It's it's quite opposite from Seattle. I don't know if Jody Allen's going to keep the team. Ultimately, she's going to wake up and have it sold. Josh Harris isn't going anywhere. If anything, the commanders will become a respected organization. They're probably going to move into the city. I think they're going to move out of that FedEx crap. And whoever the head coach is doesn't have to be a mop-up man like Ron Rivera just was, while Daniel Snyder was shoved out of the door. I got the Commanders number three here on my list. One of the best NFL head coaching jobs available. I got the Commanders at number three. What's the next one?
0: Number two.
4: This team is the opposite. They also have crap ownership. I mean, the family is suing each other. But you do got a quarterback. Somehow, someway, you always end up with a bunch of talent, but you never have a coach to pull it together. I think this might be a great destination for someone like, I don't know, Bill Belichick. It's the Los Angeles Chargers. And one of the key reasons is a man the Chargers are paying $262 million to through 2029. They got Justin Herbert. That's it. They have a franchise quarterback who is Mr. Coach who can't operate a clock. That's what he needs. And so Justin Herbert is such a nice damn guy. He was asked about the recent firing of Brandon Staley, and he's just like, yeah, 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 we can bring in a coach. And it's not always the coach. It's on us, the players. I guess this is what you might call a leader.
1: I think it's a really tough situation because, you know, those two men, we've, we've got so much respect for them. And, and we know how much they gave to this organization. And it, it's never fun when you go through a situation like that because I've got the, a world of respect for both of them. And we fell short for them. And it, it's unfortunate, but we are the ones that, you know, I missed the throws. We, we missed the catches. We, we didn't make the tackles. We didn't do enough for them. And so that's on us this offseason going into it where... You know we have to do things differently. We have to we have to be better, and we have to be honest with ourselves. Watching this film, and um, you know that's one of the good things about having that time is we can really be honest with each other, and um, we know that we've got the right guys in here to, to be able to work together and, and make this thing go. But uh, it's on us to, to be to be better because of it.
4: Oh, okay. The two guys he was referring to is Brandon Staley, who did all that talking before he got fired and still got fired, and the general manager and Tom Telesco, who is now. Also gone. Justin Herbert, he ain't going anywhere. And so if you know how to coach a quarterback, if you know how to manage a clock, if you like Los Angeles, charges might be for you. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, sharing with you the top six coaching jobs available right now in the NFL. We're going to take a break. When we come back on the other side, I'm going to tell you the best job available in the league right now. And yeah, with the Dallas Cowboys bringing back Mike McCarthy, Cowboys won't be number one. I'll tell you it is. The JR Sport Show on CBS Sports Radio.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
0: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
4: Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We found out about 30, 40 minutes ago that Mike McCarthy will be returning as head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. That will not be a job open. The job is closed. Mike McCarthy is not moving on uh, from that seat. And as I do every Wednesday, I deliver to you a new top six list. And so for tonight, I wanted to take a look at some of the best head coaching jobs that are available in the NFL. And I'm about to share with you number one. But to give you a quick recap, at number six, I told you about the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, This is a team that just let go of Pete Carroll, who has been manning the ship since 2010. Uh, Pete Carroll is no longer their head coach. Uh, John Schneider is their general manager. But why wouldn't I be so enamored with the Seattle Seahawks head coaching job? It's because they're likely going to be sold. Jody Allen, the sister of Paul Allen, has been running the show since 2018 when Paul Allen passed away. And eventually she's going to sell. The general manager, is that a safe job? Is the next coach safe? Typically a new owner comes in and wants to do things their way. Seahawks at five. At number, excuse me, Seahawks at six. At number five, I gave you the Tennessee Titans. They just got rid of one of the best coaches in the NFL in Mike Vrabel. Uh, The owner, Amy Adams, shoveled the fans a whole lot of crap in her explanation. I would be afraid to run this franchise unless, and quite frankly, for any of these teams, you just want the check. But I don't think Amy Adams knows a football from a baseball. At number four. I gave you the Raiders, a storied organization, but also with an owner who is uh, likely to wake up and decide to change his mind at every whim possible. Antonio Pierce took over the team after getting rid of Josh McDaniels. But Mark Davis, he has gone through eight head coaches since his dad passed away in 2011. And Antonio Pierce, who just did a good job, all the players would like him back. Most of them, he's still twisting in the wind. Unless you bring in Jim Harbaugh or Belichick, why not hire Antonio? Anyway, top six NFL coaching jobs. And number three, I gave you the commanders for the reason of Josh Harris just bought team in July. Daniel Snyder is gone. Josh Harris is going to put his own imprint on the squad. They just hired a new general manager in Adam Peters who took over as GM. He was the assistant general manager for the 49ers. Everything with the commanders is going to be fresh. It's going to be new. Whoever coaches the job is going to likely be some young hotshot to get a fresh new chance. And number two, I gave... Why is that job attractive? Not because of their owners. Spanos family, they're suing each other left and right. But it's because of Justin Herbert. It's about all the talent that the Chargers have been able to have and accumulate what it seems like for decades, but they can never get over the hump. Maybe with the right head coach and Justin Herbert, they can turn things around. And so if I have to think about the best head coaching job and opportunity available right now in the NFL, that only leaves me with one more number, and it's this one. Number one at number one, the best opportunity, I believe here in the NFL right now belongs to the Atlanta Falcons. And it doesn't have a damn thing to do with me being here in Atlanta because I could care less. It has to do with all of the talent that the team has. It has to do with what was a tragedy of usage. When you have to take a look at their now former head coach and Arthur Smith. How many damn seven and ten seasons can you have? Seven and ten, seven and ten, seven and ten. How many seasons can you look at almost a basketball sized tight end in the middle in Kyle Pitts and not deliver him the ball? How do you have a Cordell Patterson who has been utilized as a Swiss Army knife and now he's nothing but a glorified decoy? How do you draft a running back and be John Robinson out of Texas, who's one of the best in the game and not hand him the ball? How do you have a giant wide receiver in Drake London and, and not get him the rock? This was painful to witness week after week after week. Here's another benefit, probably the largest benefit to coaching the Atlanta Falcons. The owner is patient. The owner is not afraid to spend money. Arthur blank is one of the best owners. I would say in professional sports in North America, he might be too patient. And so if I want to think about the best head coaching job, I want somebody who's willing to spend someone who's willing to be patient. And then I want to look at the team. They need a quarterback. The Falcons select at number eight. Are they going to pick at number eight and grab a QB? Are they going to try to trade and grab one in? Either way, for a football crazed town, a football crazed city, all of the talent on the field, a patient owner, an owner who's not a jerk, I would say the Falcons are the best head coaching job available. Not a shock or a surprise to me that over the past few days, we have all learned that there is mutual interest between Bill Belichick and the Falcons for their head coaching opportunity. We'll wait to see who else Bill Belichick might speak with. But the Falcons certainly seem like a, a good start, even though I believe I necessarily wouldn't pick Belichick if I were them. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. It's a top six list. Coaching jobs that are available. You might have heard this. You might have caught on. Panthers, didn't make the list. They are the seventh team with the seventh coaching job available. Who wants to work for David Tepper? The man who gave Matt Rule a six-year deal. Who wants to work for David Tepper? The guy who throws a drink on fans. If he's acting like that in public, what the hell is he doing behind closed doors? I guess he thinks this is Wall Street. Just bully people around. Hey, Falcons, I think they're the best head coaching job available. If you missed the list, if you want to hit rewind, you can do so on the free Odyssey app. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. If you want to call me, if you have any thoughts about the best NFL head coaching job available, the number is 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Feel free to hit me up. We know Mike McCarthy, he ain't going nowhere. But in Foxborough, there was an NFL coach introduced today. And that's another job that has been quickly filled. We're going to hear from Gerard Mayo on the other side of the break. I'll talk to you. We'll get into Mike McCarthy. We got a lot to discuss.
0: You're listening to the JR Sport
4: Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio, and I want you to think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all of your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to share with you. We got to wait a while. But I'm going to share with you the comments made by Jerry Jones. He has released a statement here on retaining Mike McCarthy. I'll share that with you in a bit. Right before we went to break, I did share with you my latest top six list as I wanted to let you know my opinion on the top six NFL coaching jobs available Quick recap. At number six, I gave you the Seahawks. At number five, I gave you the Tennessee Titans. At number four, I gave you the Las Vegas Raiders. At number three, I gave you the Washington Commanders. At number two, I gave you the Chargers. And at number one, due to their resources, their patient owner, and the talent that they already have on the field, I gave you the Atlanta Falcons. And why did I have the Seahawks at six? Because I don't believe in their their current ownership structure, with Jody Allen likely to sell the team at some point over the next few years, I did not have the Carolina Panthers job here on the list, and it was very very simple, and it had to deal with the top, it had to deal with uh, David Tepper, it had to deal with someone with its temperament, willing to throw a, a drink on a fan, and also someone silly enough to give a long-ass deal to basically fire him and still have to pay him. Whatever coach comes in has to lead a franchise and, and try to bring up or elevate uh, Bryce Young. And so amongst the head coaching jobs and opportunities that are here, at this point in time, yeah, if David Tupper's going to pay you, take the money. I just don't think it happens to be on my top six list. 855 CBS. It's eight five five two one two four cbs Oh, that's right. They also have to figure out their general manager. There's a lot of holes to fill. Let's go ahead and talk to John. John is calling up from South Carolina. Hey, John, you are on CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Brief Show.
0: Thank you, young
4: man. Good show. Hey, I'm going to disagree with you big time. I think the Carolina Panthers job is like the number one job. In North Carolina, as long as somebody knows the conversation is taped, you bring a tape recorder every time you talk to Tepper, if somehow you can turn that franchise around, you're the best NFL coach and you tame the bully in the room, and if somehow you get fired, you got the big money and everybody was blaming on Tepper and you'll probably get another job. So it's kind of like the risk versus benefit is like so big of a risk to benefit you're risking a year, you don't move your family, you're running an apartment. <laughs> you, know, you plan on not being there, but you take the money and run, and if you somehow make a miracle happen, then you're the best coach and all that good stuff. I'm going to take well, it off the air and think about how that bad is. Well, well thank you, John, for, for calling up from uh, South Carolina. I wanted to look at the actual uh, coaching opportunity, not, not a con job. That's kind of what I just said. If you can wake up and get your – look, here's the reality – if you can go out there and be an NFL head coach, if you get the job, then God bless you. You are very few. There aren't a lot of us, or a lot of them in North America. There's a finite amount of jobs. If you got one, good. If you can get the money, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 12 million dollars a year. Good, Good for you. That doesn't mean that it's a great job when you have to think about the construct of the current NFL. 855 Let's go to Dallas, Texas, and let's talk to David. David, you're on CBS Sports Radio.
2: Hey, JR. I agree with the last gentleman. Now, I'm not going to say that the Panthers is the number one job, but I don't think it's nearly as bad as you say. I think this job is a lot like the 49ers job was prior to Shanahan and Lynch. You remember they had two back-to-back terrible coaches' jobs after Harbaugh left. The owner had really messed things up. And remember, whenever Shanahan Lynch came in there, he told me, he said, you guys have got five years. I can't let you go. Nobody else is going to want to come in here. So the, the whole point is, you come in there, that's basically an expansion team in Carolina. You you can mold it however you want. Bryce Young is only under a rookie deal. He doesn't have some huge contract like a Russell Wilson did with Denver that Sean Payton inherited. So I don't think it's as bad of a job as you claim. If you want to come in there and mold something, you don't come in there and have to – You know, uh, who who wants? Who wants players that you
4: don't want? Who wants to wake up and mold anything? Like you tell me, do me a favor. You tell me about the most successful. If you want to look at it as an expansion franchise, please tell me where the hell that worked out. I've seen the Jacksonville Jaguars show up. And then they fell right into the toilet. I looked at Houston. They had a quarterback. His name was Derek Carr. Excuse me, David Carr, the brother of Derek. This man was concussed into retirement. And so whether you happen to be out on the field or whether you happen to be standing on the sidelines, who wants to to, to mold something in the NFL? This is a results-driven business. What have you done for me lately? You know, typically, To just show up and go, oh, man, I got a rookie quarterback who a lot of people think we might have missed on. I'm going to, you know, hang my hat on him. And then I got to deal with this owner upstairs. Expansion franchise. I'm sorry. And thank you so much, David, for calling from Dallas. No, sir. No, thank you. If you just want to look at it from I'm taking the money, I'm getting the money, then yes, good. I haven't met too many people who say, oh, yeah, let me run the expansion franchise with the quarterback who unfortunately hit the toilet in year one. And now I got to be the one to figure out whether or not he works. No, no, thanks. Give me a Justin Herbert. Give me a completely blank slate with an owner who so far and he's done this with other teams. He hasn't proved to be an ass like David Tepper has. Give me that. I'll take the Raiders. At least I know what I'm getting into or not. Yeah, Panthers job as I don't want to call it stupid as many bad decisions that I think Amy Adams have made. Maybe she'll stay out of the way. I still wouldn't take or want to participate with the Panthers. And then the Seahawks, at least Pete Carroll will be around somewhere, right? Have, damn it. It, it! Interchange them. Go ahead. Go slap the Panthers somewhere along with the uh, the Titans and the Seahawks. Put them towards the end of the list. Mold a franchise. Who wants that? Look at the job that Gerard Mayo just got. This man played for the team. They were calling this guy Gerard Belichick, and he's now the the dude running the franchise. And you know why this is a good look for him why the Patriots job was a desirable one, why he had it in his contract that he would be the next coach. Familiarity championship pedigree in the organization. You have players that are there. You have a defense that was there. I mean, today he alluded to the fact that they are probably going to go out and get themselves a new quarterback in the draft. The Patriots job didn't even open up, but the opportunity I believe is a good one. For Gerard Mayo, a matter of fact, he spoke to the media today up at Foxborough. And one of the first things he wanted to let everybody know is, I am not going to be Bill Belichick.
5: For me, I'm not trying to be Bill. I'm not trying to be Bill. I think that Bill is his own man. Uh, If you can't tell
4: by now, I'm a little bit different even up here. Yeah, he's, he's quite different. He 's also younger, almost half his age, and he 's also black he 's the first black head coach for the New England Patriots and Gerard Mayo talked about it's just how proud he is to be the first.
5: I do see color because I believe if you don 't see color, you can 't see racism, and whatever whatever happens, black, white, disabled person i've always even someone with disabilities, I always uh, you know for the most part, people are like. You know, don't, you know, when they're young, they kind of make the spot hot. Younger people know what that means. But what I would say is, like, no, I want you to be able to go up to those people and really understand those people. So it goes back to whatever it is, black, white, yellow, it really doesn't matter. But it does matter so we can try to fix a problem that we all know we have.
4: I appreciate that. One other thing that he said, he's going to be open-minded to different people, their thoughts, and their ideas.
5: As we evaluate the players, the scheme, and things like that, I think you have to evaluate the culture and evaluate how the pieces fit. I will say this, like my my philosophy, I don't want to be in an echo chamber. I just don't. I want people who are going to be honest and open and then hopefully come together and make a sound decision.
4: It sounds like a good deal. Good for him. I could care less about the Patriots, but I I wish him nothing but the best and nothing but the success. He sounds like a good dude. Let's see if he can help the Patriots come out of the toilet. I know one thing that they need. They need themselves a quarterback, too, just like almost everybody in the league. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we have to look at the Dallas Cowboys.